Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? Folks, Happy New Year. It feels like a long time since we've been here on this show. This is not the show where you're wrestling with your budget, where you're wrestling with your conscience. This is wrestling with emotion. We got to get on here. No pay-per-view right handy, but we got to get on here because it's been so long. It's a new year. We got Rob Ryan, Sweatpants Joe, and the voice of reason against his claims. But boys, here we are. It's good to be here. Uh, The show where you're not wrestling with your budget, especially not doing that when you go to Outlet Liquor, the more you buy, the more you save. George Urban Boulevard. It's a new year. Go get yourself a bottle. Boys, how we doing? Uh, how are we feeling with everything happening in the wrestling world right now? I'm feeling great. I mean, what a time to be a wrestling fan. I know we keep saying that for over at least over a year now. I mean, but what a week we've had so far with starting off with World's End. And of course, we got a big week of WWE. It's starting off at day one. Yeah, wrestling is uh, wrestling is really hitting its stride. It's um, yeah, it's it's exciting. It's fun. I'm tuning in every week, something I can't say I was doing like a year ago at this time. So it's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm super excited about it. And, you know, people say, you know, there's a lot of people have said like, oh, you know, like uh, AEW is quote unquote falling off. No, it's still pretty good. It's just not at the GOAT greatness level it was two years ago. There's a big difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like saying the guy hit 70 home runs and he hit 50 home runs. Well, got 50 home runs is still pretty damn good. It's not 70, but it's freaking 50. So everything, everything's clicking on all cylinders right now. And you have to like really um, – you have to go out of your way to be critical right now, in my opinion, of a lot of things. I totally agree. Uh, people that are finding a way to complain about one product or the other, I'm kind of sick of it at this point because like it, it, both companies are in a very good spot. I think I think although AEW might be suffering some numbers uh, – drops and reductions i think they've rebounded themselves into a pretty good spot i think world's end was a great show but before we get into world's end let's address uh what happened two nights ago at wwe raw day one i mean wwe champion previewed to show up i thought this was done perfectly uh you have jinder mahal comes out i was just telling you guys i was just watching this earlier and wade barrett says one of the goats I mean, I just about lost it, but I thought they did this segment very well. I want your guys' thoughts and how this plays. Obviously, Rock's saying he wants head of the table. How does this play out? Where do we go from here? We thought we had a clear night to main event. At least we did amongst our group, like a consensus. Um, but it seems like a lot could change between now and then. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I loved how it was. The best part of it was, I think, them they had it on the crowd, and you could just see the whole crowd just go silent right when you heard that gender music hit. They were all like, oh, you just heard the sigh out of 20,000 people. It was awesome. But you know me. I'm a big Cody fan. I'm still on the finishing the story. I know some people will hate how they're how it's rumored to be, which obviously it's going to be Randy. Poss- either def- It's definitely Randy versus Roman and maybe the Fatal 4-Way, all four of them maybe. And that's definitely at Rumble. And I know the a lot of people are going to hate having Rock and Roman at Elimination Chamber because that's a Mania-style match one, once in a lifetime. But pe- a lot of people don't realize that stadium in Perth is almost 60,000 people. 
that is a WrestleMania in its own. And there's been rumors that a lot of the tourism uh, companies want Rock at their pay-per-view. So I think it, I think it's still going to be a great match. We even saw t- uh, Rock take a couple bumps on Monday, and he was he was out of breath during that. The biggest, obviously, the biggest line. Does the Rock want to sit at the head of the table? He was out of breath during it. I'm so going to I tell you guys, he only did like two moves, and he was gassed. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't think they want that to close out the biggest WrestleMania they've had in a long time. Um, so I really, I do like how it's going where it's obviously going to be the fatal four way or Randy at rumble. It's going to be him at chamber. And I don't even think they need the title because they're rock doesn't want the title. Rock wants the head of the table. I know we always say she should have been, he should, should, the tribal combat shouldn't even had the title, but I think this one definitely does not need a title. Rock even may say, I don't want the title. I just want the the title of head of the table. So I, I like how it's going so far. I love Jinder Mahal. I'm probably the number one super fan of Jinder Mahal in this group, let alone maybe even on the entire universe, but I love him. And he played his role well. Um, And uh, yeah, The Rock kind of looked gassed in his matches 10 years ago with CM Punk. So, uh, and and he, so he hasn't wrestled in a decade and he's going to wrestle Roman Reigns. Now he's only going to wrestle two matches. It's not like he's going to come out and be a regular, you know, wrestler and wrestling at all the events. Um, so I'm sure they can find a way to work around it and it'll be, it'll be cool. It'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say it'll probably be better than jungle cruise. I'll give them that. But um, yeah, I, I'm with, I'm with you guys. I, I want to see Cody Rhodes finish the story and win the title from Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. It's what we've wanted for two years now. It's like, now if we don't get that, it's like, I don't know. It's it's kind of like uh, the Buffalo Bills. If they don't win the Super Bowl this year, when are they going to? That's kind of how I think about it. You have more opportunities in the you, future. You, you, you are definitely the number one. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Ernie. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's all good. First of all, Joe is the number one Jinder Mahal fan because I think he is the only Jinder Mahal fan. So <laughs> Joe was literally one of one, I think, in this in, this, in that regard. But um, I thought it was hilarious. Like when Jinder came out, it was obvious to me, I think obvious to all of us that somebody else was coming out. But like judging on the reactions of people on the internet, like they actually thought that there wasn't going to be a second reveal. And just the fact that they – completely worked the vast like a lot of a lot more wrestling fans than i thought they would there were people like legitimately upset thinking that jinder was the actual surprise and not just a ruse and the fact that that happened made me laugh so hard because to me it was like that even enforced even more that somebody bigger was coming out you know i thought it was a rock maybe batiste maybe batiste cracked me up that people actually bought that and um (laughs) that was hilarious Regarding the Rock, you know, the rumor is now that not only are they going to wrestle at Perth, but they're going to wrestle a non-title match at Perth. Like Rob said, it's going to be non-title. It's going to be for head of the table. And I think that um, what's going to happen is Cody's going to win at Mania, and it's going to be a callback to I think I think that um, Solo is going to cost Rock the match in Perth. And then the main event at 40 with Cody and Roman is going to be a callback to the last 40. Heyman's going to distract the ref when Cody's going for the three crossroads. Solo, who's already been kicked out of the match, is going to come back in a hoodie, grab him, and try to go for a spike. And then The Rock, also under a hoodie, is going to even the odds and take him off the apron. And that's how Cody wins. A complete callback to WrestleMania 39. 
That's my prediction. And I think, you know, people need to relax. Although I think it'd be hilarious if they just kept getting Cody as close as close as close to the finish line as they can and keep sweeping the rug out from under him like uh, Lucy on peanuts, keep kicking the foot, you know, taking the football away from Charlie Brown. It's not going to happen. And I don't think it should happen. But to me, to my own personal enjoyment, I think it would be hilarious. Like, oh, Cody's going to win. No, wait, Rock wins. Cody's going to win. No, wait, Randy wins. Cody's going to win. No, wait, you know. Just you know, just keep bringing in people to not have him win. It would be it would be hilarious. It wouldn't make sense business wise, but it'd be hilarious. That would be very appropriate of Triple H to do that idea that you just said, like right the wrongs of thirty nine, especially since we all believe that he got like pulled from his what was probably his idea of Cody winning that night, and Vince went and changed it. It would be poetic justice for Triple H to go and just do the exact same thing with Cody finishing the story. I'll give my two cents. I know it's not going to happen. Obviously, I want the story finished, but I want MJF to confront Cody at the biggest stage (laughs) of them all. I mean, how fucking electric would that be? It would just, it would send the dude into the stratosphere of superstar. Already isn't, and 2020 a big year for him, no doubt about it. On the, our guy Michael Partham chiming in. Does not need title, he says. When can't lose that before he gets Cody at Mania. I tend to agree. Speaking of secondary reveal, we got one ourselves on this thing with emotion show. For we got Jake Micah with us as well. Perfect because this is you no know, Micah wants. So this is a great time to bring him in, Micah. Where do after day one? And The Rock pushing himself right into this road to WrestleMania. I mean, that was as much as I would love for Cody to finish the story as soon as possible. Would have preferred it nine months ago, eight months ago, whatever we're at. It was electric, bro. And I, and you knew he was he set it up so well, but you knew what the line was coming once he got into it. Like The Rock's delivery of the head of the table line was great. Like that was the best part about it. It wasn't just like a standard call out. Like he built up to it because he's the best at this, the best at what he does, the best on the mic that we've probably ever seen. So it was it was electric. I don't think that it's it, I, the the big question is if it's going to be at WrestleMania. I just I don't see how they go back to that that. I don't see how they don't go back to it if he wants to do it at WrestleMania. Like, whatever whatever Cody says. Like, if The Rock is like, I'm going to wrestle at WrestleMania, are they going to say no to The Rock at this point if they have him in line for this match? So I'm a little worried about the story. I'm not going to lie. But they do. They have been selling stadium shows all over the world. They want to be a global brand. And if you want to get 70,000 people and also have the most – you know, one something we talk about is their social metrics, right? How much they care about those. We pointed to those a lot for CM Punk and everything else. So even if this match happens at, what time would it be? I think it would be like, if it was in Australia, it would be like, like 4 a.m. Eastern no, or something I think like it's that. No, like 10 a.m. Well, no, they okay. do it. It would be afternoon. afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, like it's it's weird to put the rock in the weird in that kind of time frame for, I guess, if you're using it for an appearance. But... A, people are going to watch this whenever they want on Peacock, and B, it's going to be like viewed a billion times on social media. Like The Rock's entrance in Perth will have that, we'll get that graphic on Raw after and be like, The Rock's entrance in, or The Rock beating Roman Reigns or whatever will be the most viewed social media video ever. Blah, blah. Like those are things that are valuable to WWE. So I feel like Elimination Chamber isn't a bad spot for it, but it depends how long he's staying around for. Like 
if this is a longer term thing, like if this is something that he's planning out to SummerSlam or or beyond, you better start working. Yeah, exactly. But we'll see. It, it was exciting though, man. Like to have The Rock back involved and in calling out Roman Reigns. Like we've been asking for this for how long? So however it comes I mean, to fruition, it's good. Saying that, yeah. I I mean, if they do do the Chamber, like Rock coming back for the the huge show and intriguing. Like I'm so for it. Uh, speaking of things that were intriguing. AEW Worlds end this past weekend as well. We'd be remiss with that. Uh, and highlights from the night, favorite matches, favorite Obviously, we have a new AEW World, and Devil is unmasked to be Adam Cole, who, we'll get to it, explaining his Devil actions on Dynamite. But overall, pay-per-view, think, scores, favorite matches? I think it was. I think it was a pretty successful uh, pay per view. Um, it definitely started out a little slower. I mean, there were still good matches, but I think they saved the best, the better ones for last. Obviously, Edge Christian was my favorite of the night. Two fifty-year-olds who have been best friends for thirty-something years. I mean, putting on a show at that age is just incredible. And we finally got some fire. We have been fans have been calling for it at every type of match. That's no disqualification. And we finally got some fire. They might have screwed up the move, but they got the fire. And I mean, that match, I mean, the ending was they got obviously got Copeland the win. And then obviously we all predicted once uh, Killstreak won the battle royale that Christian was going to take that um, the contract. But I really hope we get the trilogy match, hopefully maybe in a TLC match, something that just are built for these two for 30 something years. Um uh, and then obviously we all knew MJF was possibly going to lose. I kind of thought, I thought he was going to win and it was because I thought Cole, obviously we all know Cole was going to be the devil. I thought it was going to be Cole and MJF, but I think, I don't know if the injury derailed that or if he was always going to lose um, at world's end. But I mean, I think it just sets it up even with the injury. Obviously we saw that MJF was taken off the roster. So I think, it will be a good. It will be a good story for the next few months that that Cole and the Kingdom can say, "Oh, we send MJF packing, and we'll just see from what's going on from there." Yeah, sometimes. It, I mean, at the end of it, with the Devil reveal, it really wasn't the biggest swerve. Like that was kind of the most basic pairing that you could have expected was Roddy Cole and the Kingdom. But I feel like it, that was the logical thing and the right thing to do with this story. Adam Cole as a heel is the best Man. like this is what he, he's he has done his best work in roh and nxt as a heel to for him he did turn on the bucks and kenny but people weren't like it's not like the bucks or especially the young bucks have ever been full baby faces at any time in their life but especially in this promotion especially lately so i think that turning on mjf after this was to maximize the impact of that because cole wants to do heel work right now in this company and he is just he's just one of the best at it so i think he's going to be able to come up with something that is dynamic i think that he's going to be able to uh, develop this character and this team like uh, we kind of saw him be able to do with the undisputed era in nxt where they had layers to the stories and everything else there's still another who is who is mentioning himself on instagram about a month ago that he was thinking he could get back in the ring at some point so maybe that he's a uh, interesting thing you could bring into here but the main event delivered everything else. We're going to miss Max for a couple months, but they have a lot of legs where they can establish this devil group and then 
bring Max in in a couple months and see what kind of reign of terror they're beyond. But we have, I haven't said the name Samoa Joe yet, who I cannot simply the big best thing out of that main event for me. Shout out to Samoa Joe. Yeah, is that Samoa Joe is world champion. And I don't know, whoever, however long it is, if he's transitional or not, the matches that he can put on over the next couple months are just, I'm just so excited to see what they try to try to put out there on TV and on, uh, on collision, wherever, the, wherever Samoa Joe is wrestling world title matches. That's where I want to be. Yeah, I want to. I'll talk about that too. Samoa Joe, he went from commentating on Raw to the AEW World Champion. It kind of reminds me of in the '90s when Macho Man Randy Savage did the same thing. He was commentating on Raw, jumps to WCW, and he's like, "No, I'm not a commentator. I'm still a wrestler. I still got a lot of matches left in me." And Macho Man went on and had a renaissance in his career in WCW. And hopefully Samoa Joe, and I think he will, is having his renaissance in AEW and is uh, hopefully they'll give him a nice long reign and he'll have some great matches. We've seen Samoa Joe more so in NXT and in Impact than on the main roster in WWE. But Samoa Joe's awesome. And I, I can't wait to see the kind of the matches that he's going to have. Um, as far as my favorite match, uh I, it wasn't necessarily my favorite. Copeland and Christian was definitely my favorite, but Miro and Andrade put on a really good match. I thought I was going to say that as well. Yeah, I thought that was a that was an excellent match. I thought they gave it more time than I thought they were going to give it, and I thought they were. I thought Miro was just going to come out and destroy him, but no, they had a great match, and it was it was it was really cool. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Adam Cole as the devil kind of everyone saw it coming and but we're, i'm glad like they did it i'm glad they didn't try to do something completely off the wall and kind of ruin it we we kind of wanted to see that as our payoff and and we got it so and hopefully mjf isn't off tv for very long because you know they need them yeah um you know i i think there's people there's a, there's a section of pete wrestling fans are like well that was so predictable like wrestling to me, wrestling's greatest moments are when something is so predictable and it still happens and the crowd pops. Like at WrestleMania uh, 7, did anybody think that Hulk Hogan from the U.S. was not going to beat the Iraqi sympathizer <laughs> while there was a literal war going on with Iraq and Sergeant Slaughter? Like did anybody not think that Daniel Bryan was going to win at WrestleMania 30? Like, there's so many things in wrestling that, you know, you can only have so many holy shit moments. Sometimes things need to make, need to make sense and have a progression. So Number one, Adam Cole being the devil was great because that really, you know, is really going to continue the story for MJF and his pursuit of not only revenge, but maybe becoming world champion again. That's great. Um, when Luchasaurus won the Battle Royal to get the contract, to me, it was predictable as heck that he that Christian was going to – what's his name now? I'm sorry, Killswitch. But when Killswitch won, it was predictable to me that um, Christian Cage was going to make him hand over the contract so he could rewin the title. And I thought it, I thought that was hilarious and a great way to have Adam Copeland win and Christian had the title back. It was a very creative thing. I thought the show was pretty good. Um, I thought the crowd during the Chris Jericho match was just hilarious. Like they started off singing a song, then he heard some booze, then he heard some um, um, NDA chant. It was just a, it was just a funny crowd during that match. It kind of made me laugh, but I it wasn't their best show. But they're it's very very difficult to reach like their best shows. You know what I'm saying? So. The AEW and there are issues with their TV show sometimes. Sometimes they cater to 
hardcore wrestling fans way too much, and that's why they're not growing in general. But their pay-per-views always deliver. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, that was a great pay-per-view. I thought uh, underrated, maybe like two or three important feeling matches. I thought uh, they were capping off the Continental Classic. Uh, like Joe said, Andrade, banger. We wish Andrade the best in his future endeavors. He's on his way back to the Fed, which it looks like that is most case. Out fallout. Oh, here, real quick, Parth in again. Eddie Kingston's triple crown win over Mox is the best moment of that night. Still not sure why MJF's loss had to look so awkward. I saw a lot of people saying that. Um, I don't think it was awkward. I pretty well done. Uh, Samoa Joe is a, a guy that should have to beat like the top guys in the world, which Max is advertised. So I wasn't mad at the ending. I did enjoy Eddie Kingston's triple crown moment. That was great. Good for Eddie. I win over Moxley. The fallout world's end. Not much, but it seems like the it was a bit last anyway. So uh, the fallout tonight, Dynamite, a few termed matches. We have Garcia versus Swerve Strickland, which I know we're all probably really pumped for. Our guy DG going against who could be the next AEW world champion, if that's not the main event is. Uh, we got Orange Cassidy versus Dante Martin for the international championship. Now that I talk about what could be the main event, knowing AEW. Um, but hopefully that'll open the show. Mariah May, my Mariah. It's Queen Aminata uh, and Christian K delivers a state of the union as well as explaining his devilish act. What are you guys looking forward to? I mean, like, that's just a, of a, a couple headlines with the union actions followed by Mariah May. But hey, well, Ernie, what are you looking forward to for Dynamite tonight? I, I just want to see where they're going to go with the whole. I want to see what they're going to do with Samoa Joe as a champ because Samoa Joe did business with Adam Cole, but I think that's it. I don't think he's going to be affiliated with them anymore. So I'm interested to see like who's going to step up and challenge Samoa Joe as his first opponent. It's obviously not going to be MJF. He's taking time off. I'm obviously to, I'm obviously excited to hear what um, what you know Adam Cole has to say. You know because that's going to be something different. Someone's going to step up to them, I think, and kind of like defense of MJF. So. I think those are the two big things that are going to move on to the you know the beginning of the year through the first quarter of 2024 for AEW to see uh, um, what we're going on. So that's that's my opinion. Yeah, Samoa Joe. Um, I would like to see who's who's the new number one contender. Who's he? Who's he going to have his first match against? And uh, you said Garcia's wrestling Swerve. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward Tell to that. That's, so we, that's it, awesome. real quick, Joe. I just, now that you brought it up, um, hell of a performance by Go in that um eight man tag. I think he deserves this spot. After I loved how they highlighted him. Continue. Yeah, yeah. Garcia's the man, and um, super super excited for him too. So him and Swerve. Anytime Swerve's on, I'm watching. So heck yeah. Here, let's go. Let's watch. Hell yeah, Jake. Looking forward to Warrior. I I 
that match is that's a dream match to start this year like that's all i could really ask for so yeah really excited for that i'm mostly excited to see who the hell is getting tv time like who's getting the focus starting the year it feels like world's end was pretty like on the nose that this is a different era or different kind of just energy that AEW is going to bring at least you can hope like we get some freshness it was a long title reign for max that was over a year that's the longest title reign they've ever had so it really is a chance for them to kind of take a wrecking ball to their their tv programming and kind of re reimagine it right and so if we have some new signings and stuff like that announced tonight maybe that's part of it who knows if that comes through but i think with the characters they have at play there's a lot of interesting ways they can go that swerve and danny match to swerve ask daniel garcia to join mogul affiliates like that's something i could see Ooh. being interesting and happening Ooh. afterwards like why are they wrestling other than they just say you know former c2 uh you know members fighting against each other whatever like i don't know where, what directions people are going to take but i feel like it's going to be a lot of fresh directions and a lot of new things happening tonight so i'm kind of just excited about the unknown kind of what uh, you guys were touching on too it's a new era tonight is the start of thing that could be special rob what do you think um yeah i'm looking forward to more of the promos i mean obviously the matches will be great obviously you know we've talked about dg and swerve um but i'm more looking forward to obviously we know what cole's gonna say but i'm really looking forward to how it comes out i'm looking forward to obviously christian state of the union that's always great what do you think and cole is i mean we all know that he's always wanted the title um, and th- he was forced to be best friends and he's just, he tried to get, he wanted to get as close to MJF as possible, um, to try to make him a little weaker. And obviously that's what he did. Um, we all saw, he never wanted to help MJF. They were, he was always the one that had the doubts to be teaming up with him from the beginning. Um, but I'm, you know what I'm most looking forward to that. I know if you want to bring it up, Partham just brought it up. Is I was just about to is Mercedes Monet. Me. Okay. Is she showing up tonight? I mean, there's no better way, especially with the week. I mean, obviously, we've all talked about Mercedes Monet. She's she's a draw, but she's not one of the top draws. But that's really all that AEW really has of coming in right now. Um, so they need something to bring to try to fight with WWE Big Week. Obviously, we know what happened on day one. We've already talked about it. To, uh, tomorrow there's some big announcement. We don't know what that's about with Triple H. And then obviously Friday, it's, we'll see what happens on SmackDown. But they AEW needs something to just try to stay. I mean, they're always gonna they're always gonna be fighting. But the, I feel like right now is the biggest time that AEW has had. They've always had. To, they've always been behind. But I think with the time that WWE is having right now, I know we'll talk about it a little later with the return that we saw a couple weeks ago um obviously we saw the rock who's gonna go after roman it's a lot a lot of big things are happening in WWE right now that aw hasn't really had to fight with uh this level so i really want i'm interested to see what happens starting with aw's first uh lot uh tv show of the new year yeah for sure it, it is always interesting tony khan and oh when they're against the wall and it's definitely one of those moments. not a whole Definitely want to make a statement, new new year, and with on day one, uh, Rob. And it has been brought to my attention that we haven't been on this show since CM Punk returned at Survivor Series. <laughs> so we all know he's only been on TV a couple times since, explained 
what was basically like, a, yeah, happy to be here, happy to be home. Actually, I just want money. Um, but the stuff with Seth right off the rip looks amazing. I know we're all really for that. Um, yeah, I guess where do you think they take it from here? Does CM Punk go and win the Rumble to face Seth? What do we think? Yeah, I mean, what a way to debut. I know we were we talked about it even on the previous show, Force of Our Series. We've been talking about it for weeks. But once um, Shinsuke didn't show up, we didn't know how would that would work out. And I I loved how they did it. Everyone was – it was a swerve that no one's even saw. Even the beat writers who are usually on top of these things had no idea that he was showing up. But from here, I'm obviously, Seth – it's going to be Seth Punk at WrestleMania. How do we get there? I do think he wins the Rumble. I'm not really sure where what number he comes into. Um but I think he definitely does win the Rumble, builds it up for that WrestleMania night one main event. Um, and it's just, we'll see how long he lasts. I mean, we all know one thing that doesn't go his way, he could change to a different person. So we'll see. But for right now, I mean, what a time. We buzzer sounded. We have a Royal Rumble and of all, a cult of personality, if I do say so. Maniac joins the show. Maniac, <laughs> how are you? It's me. It's me. It's the MAN to the IAC. What's up, boys? What are we talking about? CM Punk. Just wrapping up, and it was brought to my attention that we hadn't talked CM Punk since he returned at Survivor Series. I believe that was our last show. Just kind of his road to WrestleMania. Yeah, it's my well, my first point that I want to make is it's funny that you know. I think WWE has kind of mismanaged CM Punk so far. I think they're using the right angle and that everyone's pissed at him, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, but letting his time run out for Barmageddon, let, let, like, you know, just completely losing track of your star there. I hate to say it, but we had some chat in the WWE chat where we were talking about mismanagement in AEW, et cetera, and I think this just shows how easily it can happen. So with that said, uh, yeah, but his road to WrestleMania, I think it's pretty clear. Uh, ultimately, you want him to get there facing Seth Rollins. It seems like that's what everyone wants. Even though The Rock coming back this Monday and being officially back back really throws a screw into the CM Punk plans. The more that things change, the more they stay the same because that's exactly what was happening for 10 years ago in WWE. I, I was kind of calling next to you guys this during the day one. I was kind of calling for when Jinder Rock to power the Rock, even though that and CM Punk to come save. <laughs> it would have been like so full moment, but uh, you know you can't have everything. And um, Jake, your thoughts? I know you're a big Seth guy, and I know how your brother feels about Punk. <laughs> stand on his WrestleMania. Well. Uh... Luckily, I don't share those same aggressive sentiments towards CM Punk. So I still enjoy when he's on my TV causing mayhem. It's in the blood, though. It is in the blood. There's a little bit, and he is coming after my guy, Seth. But I'm not worried about that as particular. I do think – I think my conspiracy theory here is for the Barmageddon thing. So they went long because the rumor was that Randy Orton and Dom went long. I think Randy decided to take that match long just to see what Punk would do. Just be like, hey, I'm gonna run you long and give you five minutes out there. Were you gonna you gonna get angry and start fussing or just just to mess with him a little bit? That's my theory. I don't know. Randy's a Randy's been a ramble rouser in his in his past, so who knows? But the punk and Rollins feud 
has a chance to, like we've seen what Rollins can do when he locks in for a feud. Like the Matt Riddle feud last summer was one of the hottest things that, that we had in a time where it was still like we're like, all right, there's signs of good, but then there's some episodes you're like, God damn, what the hell is happening? And that feud really Bill, was you great. still there, you little bitch. <laughs> I mean, arguably, was that it? Was that like a top ten wrestling moment of the year? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred sure. percent. That I was go unbelievable. I do a top five even. Yeah, I mean, that was a moment where we all had to go to each other and be like, "Did that really just happen?" And when that <laughs> happens in wrestling, you know that shit's good. Exactly. For sure. For sure. Uh, no thoughts. Um, I just want to point out, go back to the wrestling with emotion archives. Who called the Nakamura Cody Rhodes feud? That was me. <laughs> I called it. I knew it was Nakamura. I knew it the whole time. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, CM Punk. I don't know what the what's going on with this new CM Punk persona. I don't know. I kind of pointed it out in our private chat with each other, like him. Like I'm happy to be home. I'm happy to be back. Like Shut the I think they're up. just gonna go over the top. <laughs> He's happy to be in WWE to the point where. People are gonna like it's the fans are gonna turn on him, and that's he's gonna be like the annoying heel. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. I'll, I have to wait and see what they're gonna do with him because he's been off TV for a couple of weeks now. But yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I really don't get what's going on. Um, but it'll be good, whatever it turns out to be. Uh, and yeah, um, I'm gonna have a dark horse prediction, early prediction for the Royal Rumble winner. I'm throwing Sami Zayn's name out there. Oh um, shit. Yeah, I, I think Sami Zayn is he's my dark horse prediction for the Royal Rumble. When we get to the Royal Rumble show, I'll see if I'm sticking with that prediction. But I kind of want to see he's kind of been put in the back for now, but you know, get him back out there, make him the main event. And uh, I could see Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins tearing the house down. So so who does Punk fight in that instance then? Joe, yeah, Punk- you drop that nuke. You think he wins the Rumble and there's a shot he doesn't go after the head of the table? No. What are you talking about? He's, no, I, I think I think they got to let Cody finish the story. He'll somehow... Oh, Sammy's going to go, oh, don't worry, Cody. I'm going to let you finish the <laughs> no, story. Are you Cody serious? Will, Cody will win a match at Elimination Chamber or something and get his title shot. Okay, and he'll okay. finish the story. But yeah, Sammy Zayn's going to win the Rumble. Yo, Cody, you remind you me of he, he and Kevin Owens will switch spots and, and and they'll go back to each other's shows or something. I don't know. They'll figure it out. Um Bernie, what do you do on this? Can I can I have a I know I know we're pressed on time, but can I have a second to reconcile what Joe just said? Um <laughs> no, I'm just kidding around. Um if I mean there is a rumor going around, and of course, rumors in wrestling are like peanut butter and jelly that uh, Punk is actually going to face Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Yeah. So if that happens, I can see um, Sami Zayn winning the Rumble. But I, I digress. I, you know, right now with how um, par- Partham, by the way, Partham has commented so many times. It, <laughs> I feel like had he just joined us, it would have taken less effort. So honestly, Partham, I love you, but you should have just joined us, buddy. I think it takes less effort to click on the camera than it does to keep typing, but whatever you got to do. But anyhow, head more, of the um, table, more like head of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he just wants to be the head of the chat. Who knows? I mean, I don't, I don't see he, he's winning our standings so he can do what he wants, you know? Sure. Um, so regarding punk, I mean, you would have to, 
not even like 2021 Vince McMahon can screw this up, to be honest with you. And you know how bad, and you know how I feel about 2021 Vince McMahon. It was an absolute abortion. Um, so to say, I, I was gonna th- that was the worst word I could think of off the top of my head. But Smith, so he, I, if he wrestles Austin, obviously that's a dream match. If he wrestles Roman, which I don't think is going to happen, that would tear the roof off. The likely, I think the fail safe option is he's going to, um, he's going to um, face Seth. I do think that Cody's going to win the Rumble, like they have, like they said, like Parthum said. His point was they have the plans of WrestleMania and the Rumble haven't changed as to who's going to win the Rumble. So that obviously wasn't Punk. So um, I think it's going to be Cody. I think Punk wins the Elimination Chamber, and they go from there. They could flip flop that very easily. I, I do think the last two are going to be Punk and um, and and Cody. I know Jake wants to say something, so I'll be quiet. I'll I'll, I'll stop here relatively quickly. So um, what right for the first six months? They really can't do wrong with Punk. It's what happens afterwards. Every, you know, I love Punk, but everything at you know, it's like the quote from Cocktail: "All things end badly, otherwise they wouldn't end." And that's pretty much CM Punk's career. I, that was a that was more an aggressive point, agreeing with you, Ernie. Oh, okay. You're spitting facts, but I do that, have a comment was, on it. That was uh, awesome. Go, Mike. Okay. That was great. Cody wrote, "If they are going to go out, if if Cody Rhodes beats Roman." You have to like you're you know what you're doing with him. You're trying to turn him into your next Cena Roman level star that you can have carry the company. How many guys in, in WWE history have won the Royal Rumble back to back? That list is short, and it's all Hall of Famers. God, so it, that's the thing about great. Cody winning yeah. the Rumble is like I'll, 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 if they want to solidify him as the if, if you want to make that match as big as possible and make it worth not having the Rock on WrestleMania, you have Cody Rhodes coming off back to back Rumbles. Fighting Roman, who just beat The Rock, like that's and how that he also, and he also won the first one, at th- so it would add a lot more credibility. Well, he should come in an- earlier yeah, in the Rock or two or something, even whatever. Right. Well, who, who are the three that won it back to back? Hogan, Michaels, and Austin. Right, those are the only three who won it back to back. Right, yep. I believe so. That, that's quite the list. Te- technically, exactly. Curtis Hogan Axel never lost champion that was ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> Cody Rhodes would be an absolute statement. Um, but we're going to start a rabbit up. That, this is a pretty good way to start the road to WrestleMania, boys. Glad we got this show going. Only going to get here on out. Dynamite tonight. But our hoop starts just at the top of the hour. Into that. And sign-offs before we go, boys. Before we continue road to WrestleMania. Peace. No, that's that's your shout out. That's why well, I, I want to give the, all the time to Brody Lee. Open up the cash drawer, baby. Mercedes is that's all say, elite. That's what we need tonight. Shout out the most Tol- magical place Tol- on earth, Long Island. You know, we all <laughs> saw that show. Shout out. <laughs> shout out Island. You know what to do. Show me the money, and with that, to add you. And a good night now. Scissor me, Ryan. Get me, Joe. Oh.